You're listening to a 4x4, 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Nexon Tire USA, we got you. Find out more about the tires that are on the 2021 Jeep Talk Show Gladiator, the Nexon Tire Rodian MTX at NexonTireUSA.com. Uh, and I think I, I think this is okay to mention this. Uh, Paul uh, is no longer with Nexon Tires. He left for <gasps> bigger, bigger and better things. Yeah. And I'm really going to miss Paul, at least dealing with him for the Nexon uh, Tire USA stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Paul's not gone. Uh, you're going to hear from him again here on the show. Uh, and I know that, uh, Wendy, you and I, especially, uh, and I'm sure Don will be uh, talking to Paul and keeping up with uh, his adventures. And I think uh, I think we're going to see some really interesting things coming from Paul. Uh, but uh, certainly thank Paul so much for his uh, getting uh, getting the show involved in uh, Next Entire USA. And uh, I've made contact with uh, the new person that's in, uh, in charge of uh, what Paul was doing before. And uh, overall, not really happy with the, the workload. For his his prior job, now having to do mm-hmm. Paul's as well. Uh, yeah. But uh, so uh, Nexon is going to continue to be a a sponsor, a giveaway sponsor here on the show, and uh, it's going to be uh, well into uh, next year. So we're going to be continuing Wait. to give away the uh, the Nexon tires. That's all been uh, uh, blessed, and we're going to be continuing to do that. They're uh, behind us a hundred percent. Are you ready? It's the G Dog Show. With Wimby, there will be body damage. Chuck. I like making people laugh. That's it's good for my soul. Josh. Yeah, I don't think so. And well, I think that's a huge deal. So sit back, strap in, and brace yourself. Hey, you guys, don't forget we have new phone numbers. So especially now with uh, two giveaways going on at the same time, be sure to go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and look up our new numbers. The uh, the voicemail number and giveaway number are completely separated on that page. So you just need to look for the magic word giveaway <laughs> to get the number for our giveaways. And because uh, you don't want to call, you don't want to waste your call on the wrong number. So, also, too, I want to remind you to do the uh, hashtag Jeep Talk Show and hashtag giveaways on all your social media posts. I mean, I, what is it? We don't care if Grandma got a new hip. Whatever your post is, add the hashtag Jeep Talk Show uh, and maybe hashtag hippie. I don't know. Uh, whatever you think's best for that. If, if this is the first time to the Jeep Talk Show, well, I'm sorry. No, if this is the first time to the Jeep Talk Show, we welcome you. If uh, you came here expecting a podcast, well, what we're going to provide you is a show. There are tens of thousands of podcasts available out there, but only a few shows. We publish four episodes a week with entertainment and information about Jeeps. Oh, and we've been doing so for the past 11 years. We very much hope you enjoy the show, but it is a show. Infotainment. Yes. Here we are, Jeeper. I'm Josh, and on this episode of the Jeep Talk Show, we're going to find out which Wrangler engine option is going away for good. Yeah, that's a big one. And think that you have it bad? Wait till you hear the story of this one Jeep. It's not pretty. And later in the show, I'll go over everything you'll need to consider when upgrading the exhaust of your Jeep. Well, howdy, it's Wendy, and don't forget to check out Newbie Nuggets on our Friday episodes. And also, we have our Southern California JTS event October 15th and 16th, you need to get over to uh, the JeepTalkShow.com, 
Check out episode 6666. Did I say three sixes? <laughs> Whatever. Let's go with four sixes. <laughs> you're, doing the, you're doing Just the Tony thing. <laughs> Just figure it out, people. Yeah. Come on. Uh, and sign up so you can come and join us for that event. You can check it all out. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Lost count. And I'm Chuck, and I... Oh. <laughs> episode 6666. You're going to hear about... No. <laughs> I'm Chuck, and I don't really know if I want to spend money on a new fancy plastic Jeep. I, mm. A couple weekends ago, I took the Scrambler and the wife out camping, not overlanding. I'm just going to preface it with <laughs> we were only moving from place to place every other day while putting a tent out and putting it back together. But we had a wonderful time, and there's no fancy payments required for, for the old American steel. I don't guess. know no. if I want to spend the money. Well, of course you don't know, but you're going to get it anyway. I'm Tony. I'm uh, not Chuck, and I've never slept on a cow. I specifically said on, not with. What? What? Oh, Wait. What did I miss? Yes. <laughs> Tell him, Chuck. Tell him how you slept on a cow. <laughs> so, yes. really, so when we were in high school and younger, you'd go to the 4-H deal, and I was actually a, a FFA, Future Farmer of America, and we just, you get left there by your parents because no one cared about us in the 90s and the 80s. <laughs> That's you right. Just, we fended for ourselves. Yeah. So to stay warm because the cow was a pet or the steer right. was a pet, you slept, you, on slept, it. you slept on it and it kept warm. I don't see what's it's wrong very with common. that picture. Yes, it is. I don't know what they're talking <laughs> but you, about. But if you take it out of context, it's really funny and embarrassing for the person <laughs> in the story. It's true. <laughs> it's not embarrassing at all. Damn it. <laughs> all right, I'm awake. I'll stay awake all show. God damn it, Tony. <laughs> poor, poor Chuck. Local Jeep News, national Jeep News, and news from around the world. It's This Week in Jeep. Well, I'm just going to come right out and say it. I'm blaming you. Now, it may not exactly be your fault, but I'm still blaming you. <laughs> Go to anyway. <laughs> Jeepers as a whole, really. I mean... We all need to take accountability for this one. We begged and begged for decades. Oh, please, put a diesel in a Wrangler. We would love to have a diesel in a Wrangler. Why doesn't Jeep put a diesel in a Wrangler? So Jeep finally listens and goes out of their way to finally give us whiny, unwashed masses, what we've been screaming from the hilltops for, and we go and look the other way. It all comes down to numbers. And Jeepers, we drop the ball. So say goodbye to the 3-liter eco-diesel in Jeeps. We just what? didn't show that much interest, and now Jeep is pulling the diesel option for Wranglers for good. Jeep just revealed the 2023, 2023 Jeep Wrangler Rubicon Far Out Edition, which will be available towards the end of 2022. This limited edition Wrangler model will be the final Jeep Wrangler powered by the 3-liter Eco Diesel V6 engine. Jeep is using this Rubicon Far Out Edition as a send-off model, if you will. So get the, the last generation of diesel Wrangler while you still can. With the Eco Diesel no longer an option after this model, all you new Wrangler buyers will have the choice of a 2-liter turbo inline-4, the long-running 3.6-liter V6 Pentastar, the 6.4-liter Hemi V8 as a 392 package, of course, and the plug-in hybrid drivetrain found in the 4XEs. For those worried about what this means for the EcoDiesel moving forward, well, there is a silver lining to all of this, and this is where it lies. Jeep has confirmed this week, finally, that the engine is not completely dead. 
Take that, all you green-hugging, greenie-weenies, tree-hugging, greenie-weenies, you bastards. The three-liter eco-diesel will continue to be offered in the Jeep Gladiator, at least for the time being. 3.6-liter oh, gasoline V6 will, of course, still be the standard option, but at least for now, we can still get a diesel engine in a Jeep. It's just going to have to be a Gladiator, if any at all. Now, I've got to give Jeep some credit. As it appears, Jeep didn't really want to do this, and maybe this is just a push from its parent company, Stellantis. Why do I say that? Well, Jeep is making sure that this send-off edition, saying farewell to the diesel and a Wrangler, that this Wrangler is going to be hooked the F up. Here's a sampling of the extras Jeep is throwing in on the new 2023 Jeep Wrangler Rubicon Far Out Edition. It will come with unique diesel 3.0 liter hood graphics, 3.0D badging, exclusive 17-inch aluminum wheels, black leather seats with red accents, the cold weather group package, the trailer tow and heavy-duty electrical group package, safety group package, and the LED lighting package as well. And just to check a few more boxes, because, well, they can, Jeep is also throwing in body-colored fender flares, a satin black grille, and all-weather floor mats. A top-of-the-line Jeep to mark the end of the line for what could have been one of Jeep's most popular engine packages. If only you had bought one. Any idea what this is going to run? No, Sticker. right now the pricing on this is uh, hasn't come out yet. Uh, availability isn't even, uh, it's not even available quite yet. Uh, later this year, I'm expecting probably next month we're going to start seeing uh, pre-orders come out for these. So, um, yeah. It, it's still a shame, nonetheless. Uh, the last generation of of, uh, of diesel and a Wrangler, I mean, it came and gone. I mean, it was like, what, a year? Two years? If that, yeah. Maybe but, three model years. I mean, yeah, and then gone. That's it. Because but I, we just but didn't I'm thinking buy it. this, this diesel is going to be good for Chuck in the Gladiator that he's going to get. Because it's Possibly. a diesel. He's used to that, Possibly. you know, driving trucks and all that. 100%. I actually... I actually looked that up, Wendy, and do you know that if you put the diesel in the Gladiator, you cannot get the max tow package? That's right. Something what? about the weight, really? I'm sure. But Interesting. yeah, you cannot oh, well, that get the max work. tow package. What's the point of that? Doesn't that doesn't make either. That yeah, makes no sense. The Gladiator is a great, I mean, the, 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 the diesel is a great engine. Uh, yes. It had great specs to it, plenty of torque. Uh, is there any way to modify that? the problem was on that. That's insane. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense, because you would want to tow with the diesel. Absolutely. So huh. there has to be a mod yeah. somewhere. Tony, you've got Jim Morrison on speed we dial. Have uh, <laughs> I'm going to insist that you uh, text him right this minute. <laughs> so I got a cease and desist about calling him on that number, <laughs> and I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to get another one. <laughs> I don't want to get another one. The not phone calls is good enough for me. No, of course I'm joking, Jim. Don't fire me. Yes. Nonetheless, I'm 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 kind of curious. Uh, you know, all the reasoning behind this. Where who who's the one who uh, you know uh, greenlit this idea uh, to get rid of the three liter diesel, at least in the Wranglers? Um, it's not going away altogether. I could see this possibly lasting another year in the Gladiator, and then this going away completely because yeah. apparently, uh, after decades of whining about it, I, apparently we don't want a diesel in a Jeep that bad. Oh, I think we uh, do. We just don't want to spend an extra four thousand dollars for it. I was going to say, I think that over the course of the, 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 the life of that Jeep, as you own that Jeep, let's call it maybe three years, five years, ten years that you own that Jeep, that extra $4,000 that you paid for the diesel is going to pay for itself in one way or another. Oh, I think so, too. I mean, especially if you can convert it to French fry oil. It would be uh, there you go. in Bio California diesel. or Colorado. Man, you'd have uh, people following you uh, down the road. But, I smelled yeah, I just, some French fries, dude. <laughs> I, I was just following this vehicle, man. It smelled like some crispy fries. 
He's got some thoughts, so, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to give a plug for the diesel because we've had it in our classes with new students, people that have bought them. They are excellent. It's a great vehicle. I love the engine. Yep. It's fabulous. So if you're in a position to buy one, get one before it runs out, um, do it. Josh, do you think this has anything to do with, what is it, the Hurricane? The, the What was the engine, the new engine that uh, Jeep is coming yeah, out with? The inline 6. The yeah. The Hurricane. Inline 6 Hurricane engine. 15,000 horsepower uh, engine <laughs> with well, 15,000 so, so pounds of torque. Jeep is still going to be manufacturing this engine, so I don't think it's a matter of an assembly line getting retooled or or shifted over for production of another engine. I I don't think it's going to come no, down. No, no. I mean something that. that is has a lot of power. It's more uh, uh, energy efficient. Uh, it's cheaper to put fuel in. I'm I'm just wondering if maybe they're they're looking at a switchover from a diesel to something that because the Hurricane engine, from all the reports, is just an amazing engine. Absolutely. I mean, uh, twin turbo. Uh, well, they have uh, three different build versions of it. One of them allegedly is a twin turbo capable of around 500 horsepower and in excess of 500 pound feet of torque. Um, so, yeah, the numbers on that engine are, are nothing to shake a stick at. So uh, you, you're right. I mean, 100 percent. It could just be a matter of a numbers game uh, just as far as putting putting power down to the pavement. Um, which which engine is going to uh, be the most attractive option for potential buyers? I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I Again, these are all questions that I, I would love to 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 ask Jim Morrison because yeah. he he would be the guy who has the answers to this stuff. I, I still think that the diesel engine is a far superior engine, just basic design and longer yeah. lasting, and so on and so forth. I guess it really yep. depends on the specific diesel engine, but uh, I, I I it just I think the diesel engine is is a winner. Uh, it it kind of goes back to my same old thing about. Uh, uh, synthetic or, or uh, steel cable. Uh, if the uh, commercial industry is using um, uh, diesel engines to move things across the country, obviously that's got to be a, a good a good choice because they've done the numbers and they know what they need to do. Well, and over in Europe, I mean, that's that's I mean, primarily, Very common, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, way more common. I mean, to find any given passenger vehicle being ran off a of diesel than than something else. Uh, yeah. It works very well over there. Uh, and why we have have glommed so heavily onto onto the petrol, just the straight gasoline, uh, and foregoing the diesel, I, I have no idea. Tree huggers uh, it just doesn't make sense. I mean that that's got to be part of it, yeah. um, right? Well, it's, because it's, you, know, it's you step on the diesel exhaust, you see that you see the smoke come out the tailpipe. Mm -hmm. Now, even though uh, technically, I mean, I think there has been uh, reports done that the the even though it has black smoke coming out of the tailpipe in a, in a diesel, it's actually cleaner exhaust than what comes out of an internal combustion engine that is burning, you know, unleaded fuel. Right. So, you know, but it's, it's, it's perception, and it, and I it think is. a lot of it is is California and their unnatural desire to make sure everything is pristine, uh, you know, so they can kill off the entire population or make a move. Yeah, don't get me started. <laughs> I was going to say, we're, we're going to take up the entire rest of the show and just on That's this right. Wendy, Wendy's, new, Wendy's new segment, What Grinds My Gears. Yes, exactly. <laughs> start a new segment. Oh, my gosh. So, Josh, a little answer on that the black smoke. Uh, the, the deal is that the, the exhaust from a diesel is not light enough to go in the atmosphere. It actually just goes right back down into the road. And that's why it uh, it's not as bad for the environment. Oh. And number two, on this eco-diesel thing, Right. So on this eco diesel thing, I, I don't think it's um, it's it's probably very well known that Jeep and Dodge and Ram these are all under the umbrella, right? So the eco diesel was in Ram half ton trucks, right? And it 
was a piece of crap. I don't know if it's the 3.0 liter eco diesel, but I know in those trucks, because there's some ranchers out here that have them, they're just, they're junk. They, they really are. And I w wanted a diesel. I talked to Travis, one of the listeners. He lives back in, uh, on the East Coast. He sells these things. I also went and, and test drove a bunch of gladiators, and I talked to them about the diesel. And I'm very bummed out that I can't have a diesel with a max tow. However, Josh, you, you know that we, we've talked about this. You know that you know, we can really fabricate anything that we want. I have extra 4BTs here at the ranch. <laughs> and I know we joked about buying a buying a wrecked gladiator, but that would be probably the coolest deal is to throw, you know, some 44s underneath it, a 4BT and a manual gladiator. That would probably be the bitchinest thing. Yeah, it would be. Gladiator you can do, but and you would probably have. Yeah, to I, I'm just very bumped out. Yeah, it would be pretty killer. <laughs> I, now I'm not really up on on diesel engines, but the 4BT is a really popular, very well known, uh, very well built built diesel engine, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Well, it's the it's the four cylinder of the six cylinder Cummins. So the yeah. 6BT is what's in, you know, all the all the Dodge trucks. Like all of our Dodge trucks have the same motor that gen one has just more technology in it it's the same pretty much the block and a I mean, 4bt is like what's in our swathers stuff like that yeah. yeah i mean they call it a bulletproof engine for the most part i mean just because it has a it has such an amazing reputation it's the 4.0 of the diesel world 3.9 liter technically yes but you're, you're no, really I'm close about, yeah. i'm talking about the jeep 4.0 liter that yeah, we all I love know. in our charities yeah. Well, you know, the, you got to ask the question, does it still run? <laughs> the ad would read, slight heat damage, minor burns to interior, detail needed. Chattanooga, Tennessee firefighters were dispatched to a home Wednesday night after a report of a fire in a basement garage. The home was located in the 3300 block of Oak Bird Drive, a neighborhood with large lots and many split-level homes, where the garage is typically underneath the main part of the house and subterranean to the rest of the slope of the property. When firefighters arrived around 11 p.m., they witnessed smoke already billowing out of the windows and vents of the house. The residents, who were home at the time, had smelled the smoke and had called 911. Firefighters were able to get the fire under control within about 10 minutes, pretty good timing right there, and it did not spread to other areas of the home. However, there was damage done nonetheless. The home's basement garage and the Jeep that was parked in the basement garage were severely damaged in the fire. Initial estimates are in the tens of thousands of dollars in damages. Thankfully, however, no injuries to the home's occupants or their pets were reported. It's such a shame to see. Look at this picture. I mean, you can see that the, the covering of the seats just melted, burnt off. It's the foam gone. is yeah, it's barely gone. there. Now, it does appear, however, as if all five tires are still holding air. Bonus? You know, I, you, that's why you got to ask, does it still run? <laughs> you know, because, I mean, what, we, we, we get some interior out of a wrecked Jeep, maybe put a different top on it, give it a detail, good it's, to go. It's like that story you did a couple episodes back where the guy overfilled the tires. <laughs> can, oh, you, can you use those tires that were filled to three times the rated amount? I don't yeah, think so. Use these tires that were in, you know, hundreds if not thousands of degrees. You I'm, know, I'm the, seeing yeah. four really good tire swings here. Maybe five. <laughs> <laughs> Planners for the backyard. Planners for, yeah. Uh, mosquito breeding ground. Yeah. So, no, question, though. I mean, uh, to be honest, if you had seen, uh, if you know this story, 
you see this Jeep pop up on eBay Motors or you know in your local Craigslist or what or whatever, and and the price was something like, wow, I am really considering this now. Would you get it as a project Jeep? What a trail! What a great trail rig! Right? I mean, you know, this would all. have a totaled. This would have a salvage title. I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, right. with the money you saved, you can Perfect. buy a trailer and a and a gladiator to tow it. Do you think that the engine Perfect. compartment provided enough insulation to keep things like fuel hoses and and wires from completely melting? Oh, I don't think it matters when you're going to drop the LS yeah. in there or the four BT. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking. I mean, you just want to make sure that the metal isn't brittle or the frame isn't bent or uh, or has lost its right. strength due to the fire. I mean, and even then. I mean, if you got this thing for 500 bucks, my God, and would you worry about scratching it or bending it on the trail? No, you wouldn't. You That's, wouldn't I care. mean, it's a, great, it's a great project, off-road trail rig. doesn't have to be licensed or anything. You tow it out there, you have a blast in it, and you keep modifying it. I mean, they need a bigger garage to be able to do modifications Literally. if, if, if yeah. the owner was doing this, but somebody else that, that bought it and you had the, had the garage and stuff, I mean, oh, man, I mean, I just see that as a, a Jeep that can live on and, having a, and be used for what a Jeep's made for. Chuck, if this wasn't a plastic Jeep, would you consider picking something up like this if you were to see a good deal on it? Well, I have a question. Did the Jeep catch on fire, or did the garage catch on fire around the Jeep? That's what I'm guessing. Because the garage caught fire on fire around the Jeep. It's hard to oh, tell. Yeah, then I, I, yeah, it I looks like it's in really bad. good shape for a Jeep fire. What I'm saying is, is like, yeah, the... the because you, you see a vehicle fire, typically the, the, the paint is scorched. You know, we would see the front end almost on the ground on because the front tires would be completely melted away. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks like this thing is sitting on all four with air in them. I, you know, I don't know. That's really strange. I wonder yeah, if it had buy a, crap and you can build a lot of neat stuff. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if it had a top on it to start with. That's what I'm wondering as well. I can We can see the roll bars. Mm-hmm. I can't quite tell if there's an internal structure for you know like a soft top or something like that uh i would think that if it had a hard top that um that it would still be intact somewhat i would think so too. there would be evidence of it there you know it'd be melted to one side deformed yeah i was gonna say melted oh and i know we're driving you guys uh, this is great podcasting when we talk about a picture (laughs) i know we're driving you guys (laughs) crazy but if you don't already know i need to remind you you go to jeeptalkshow.com and look at episode 687 you can see these pictures because we put them in the show notes this is the the one of the main reasons you want to go to jeeptalkshow.com so you can see the images that we're all seeing here while we record the show yeah each and every episode is chock full of all kinds of images and visual aids and and pictures of reference and things like that of everything that we're talking about whether it's one of Wendy's segments, whether it's something we're talking about here in the news, or one of our Tech Talk segments or something like that, each and every segment here on the show, and even some of the BS that we're just, you know, <laughs> just doing the rag about. Yeah, we throw pictures stuff, in we'll, there we'll as we talk. Pictures of that yeah. in there as well, yeah. yeah. You know, links and things like that. So, yeah, it, it's not just about the audio. There's a whole bunch of other stuff that goes along with the whole show over at JeepTalkShow.com. And in the meantime, if you have a news tip or response to any one of our stories, and seriously, if you see a headline that I haven't reported on, you think it's a topic that we should be uh, getting the word out about, by all means, let us know. Head over to jeeptalkshow.com contact and find out all the different ways you can reach out to us here on the show.
Yeah, I just want to say, uh, I haven't said this in a long time, I really enjoy getting on here and just shooting the shit with you guys. It's fun. It's fun to get everybody's opinions and thoughts on this and just look at things that, uh, that Josh, that you've talked about, or Wendy, something you've talked about, or uh, mm-hmm. something that Chuck has uh, reported uh, out there doing his uh, farming and, and cow maintenance. And it's just, it's interesting. And I really enjoy the conversation. What? Cow maintenance? <laughs> <laughs> He's out there. got to rotate well, the cow's yeah. hook. I was, yeah, I, was, I was wondering he's if he was going to like that. Just, yeah, he's from Texas. Just let it go. <laughs> You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast. Hey, coming up in Tech Talk, everything you need to know about cow maintenance from Chuck. Oh, no, that's not what it says. Everything <laughs> you need not- to know before upgrading your Jeep's exhaust. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you become a paid subscriber to the Jeep Talk Show? Jeep Talk Show is in my weekly rotation. Look forward to it every week, each and every Friday. You can be a paid subscriber and help support the show you love, the Jeep Talk Show. I support a great podcast and a lifelong Jeeper myself. Continue to learn with each and every episode that I listen to. Just go to JeepTalkShow.com and look for the big yellow subscribe button. Absolutely. If you like Jeeps, anything to do with Jeeps, I like it for the, the technical, clear content, advice, and learning. We haven't talked about this in a long time. Chuck, you're new. Do you know what a rat bastard is? Uh, I would be. I'm a rat bastard. I listen and I don't pay a damn thing. And I'm freaking <laughs> proud of it. <laughs> you are correct, sir. Because people that don't pay well, to, listen, to listen to the Jeep Talk Show are rat bastards. And if you would yeah. like to no longer be a rat bastard, Chuck is is he's ain't gonna pay for nothing. So don't worry about him. He's he's gonna be that way from now on. You can be a paid subscriber and no longer be a rat bastard. But we're fine with you considering yourself a rat bastard, even if you are a paid subscriber. We don't care as long as you pay. So go to jeeptalkshow.com/contact and look for the many multiple paid packages. And I'm just gonna say, Josh has been really hurt uh, over all this time with paid subscriptions. There's only been one package that was purchased with his face on it. So you can go over there and uh, pick up some uh, uh, googly-eyed paid subscription uh, right there for uh, Josh, the the basic package. And uh, Chuck, were we still going to do the 3G package, the the, the 3G Chuck uh, with the the signed shirtless uh, picture, the 8x10 color glossy? (laughs) Uh, Tony, you <laughs> always do whatever the hell you want. So, I mean, I don't really have any say so in it. You have all those pictures of me. <laughs> well, yeah, He's but I didn't. You but, but in true, <laughs> to make sure, in full disclosure, those are pictures I didn't request. But thank you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so go to jeeptalkshow.com/contact to become a paid subscriber today. From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. I, I'm going to ask him, just hold your horses. Hey, but Sir Crapslaw wants me to tell you that now that he's been neutered, that makes him part of an anti-litter campaign. <laughs> I told you it wouldn't work. Not even Josh is laughing. <laughs> no. Well, that's not why I'm calling. He's I'm calling not. because I really think buffet is a French f- word for get up and get it yourself. All right, boys and girls, I'll chat you later and have a good one. Bye. Wendy, we know Sir Craps a lot is still okay, but we still yes. don't know about Henry. No, but we haven't heard you Henry. You know Nikki G. listens to the show, and he has not mentioned Henry. This is not a good sign. No, this is not a good sign. 
Speaking of Nikki G, that's kind of a short Nikki G segment. It leaves me uh, uh, some time for a, for a really bad joke at Chuck's expense. Uh, hey, Chuck. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hey, what, what, what do you Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you call a, a cow with a twitch? All right, I'm paying attention. Oh, no. <laughs> what, do you, what do you call a cow with a twitch, Chuck? I hate you already. <laughs> I don't know. A cow that needs maintenance. Beef jerky. Oh, I thought it was... Oh, I thought it was going to be a mild cow disease. Uh, no, that was, that was, oh, that was, that was, was one, that was one was... out of Nikki G's playbook right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Hmm. I'm going to get some cards made up for Chuck that say Jeep Talk Show. Cow Beef maintenance. Jerky. No, yeah, cow, cow maintenance. Cow maintenance supervisor. Cow He's the cow yeah, maintenance supervisor. No, no, I'm Perfect. sorry. Beef jerky for an extra $20. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Chuck's hey. like, why did I stay up for this? This is great because Chuck can't really jump in there yeah. and defend himself. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> so I, God damn you, fucks. <laughs> so, hey, if I decide to not, if I decide to not be a rat bastard and I just get one of Josh's deals, I'll like send the money. Do I get a picture of Josh's face for the dartboard? Because I was sure. Hell, I'll send you one. <laughs> we'll put Damn. that up on the store. <laughs> Josh is not shy. He will take a picture of anything, any facial expression, any oh, voice, yeah. whatever. So we could actually absolutely, and I could put a, a, you know scores on it in the whole nine yards. Oh dear. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> You got tech questions? Ah, what do I ever? We have answers. Oh, that's good. It's Tech Talk with Jeep Talk. It's obvious. Many people drive a Jeep specifically for that rugged, outdoor, go-anywhere attitude the vehicle is known for. But when you're out scrambling up a trail, hitting a new line on the rocks, or crawling over a ledge, you need all of your Jeep's power in the low RPM range. Bouncing your engine off the rev limiter, redlining the engine in those upper RPM ranges isn't going to do anybody any good. It's unnecessary wear and tear on your engine, and it's going to lead to nothing more than tire spin. In situations where you need traction, well, this is the last thing that you want. So, you need as much of your Jeep's power to be able to be delivered in the lower RPM range where the most common wheeling happens, where the most good is going, where it's going to do the most good. Now, if all you do with your Jeep is, is mud bogging, well, then forget everything I just said. However, if you wheel on the rocks and on trails and are still using the restrictive factory exhaust, well, you are definitely not getting everything you can performance and capability-wise out of your Jeep. Now, this is the difference between powering over your over an obstacle or finding something to attach your winch to. I mean, to be honest, that's what it all boils down to. Today's aftermarket exhaust upgrades like cat-back exhaust systems, headers, and performance mufflers are great ways to add power, torque, and well, yes, even some fuel efficiency in some cases, all while lowering emissions and changing the vehicle sound, if you choose. And it's that choice that I'm going to help you with today. Choosing the right exhaust can be a little bit tricky. So with, with so many options and, and with so many websites giving all of us instant gratification, changing, changing the performance and the sound of your Jeep has never been more attractive or easier for that matter. But it's also really easy to screw things up. Cut corners, skimp on this or that, or worse, you get the wrong advice, and, well, you're going to end up doing more harm than good. Okay, so where do we start then? Well, this is another point where we have to be honest with ourselves and ask one question. Do we want it loud or not? It used to be synonymous, loud exhaust meant better performance. And the louder it was, the more powerful the engine. 
And in many cases, that's true. But how many hot rod Jeeps have you seen? Typically, you don't want all of your performance gains to be in the upper RPM range unless you're building a strictly track or sand dune rig. And again, I suppose mud bogging would also be an application for high RPM wheeling, but let's face it. Most of us are hitting the trails, heading up to the mountain, or our local off-road park to put our daily driver in four low and not blasting through five feet of Mississippi clay as fast as we can before getting stuck. The rule of thumb, there is a rule of thumb here when it comes to exhaust mods, and that is the bigger diameter, the higher up in the RPM range the power band moves. So, for instance, going from a uh, relatively stock 2-inch exhaust found on a lot of Jeeps to a, around a 3-inch exhaust, a, a common uh, upgrade, it will sound incredible, to be honest, it will, it's going to sound great, but it's going to move all the power of your Jeep had, that it has to a higher RPM range where it's not going to do you any good unless you find yourself in a drag race all of a sudden. Most aftermarket exhaust manufacturers have put extensive engineering and research and development into the flow, sound, heat dissipation even, efficiency, and most important, performance of their systems. Most exhaust companies will offer some sort of selection filtering so that you can determine which kits are louder than others and which ones offer the most performance increases. And yes, I said kits. You don't necessarily want to piece together an exhaust system. You're not going to get any of the gains anyways until the system is done as a whole. And doing it piece by piece is going to be much more expensive in the long run. The most common exhaust upgrade is going to be the cat back, or in some cases, axle back exhaust system. This is the part we are primarily going to focus on today, and it is the entire exhaust system from where, this is essentially the entire exhaust system from where it exits the catalytic converters on back to the end of the Jeep. These kits usually include all the intermediary pipe, connectors, hangers, the actual mufflers themselves, and tailpipe or tailpipes and tips. Okay, so who's the best? What kind of gains can you expect to see? Who's the cheapest? What do you want to stay away from and where are all the deals? These are all the most common frequently asked questions and the answers will all get you pointed in the right direction. Okay, so let's start with what we don't want. Because that's going to be more common for everybody versus, you know, particular needs. We don't want an exhaust system that doesn't give us any gains. So an OE, or original equipment replacement, and anything from the junkyard is, is pretty much out the window. That is unless your current system has more holes in it than a block of Swiss cheese, and you have 20 bucks to your name. In which case, do what you got to do to get that system back to good condition, because in the, end, in the long run, it's going to be better for the Jeep. Now what we definitely don't want is rust, either. If you live where they salt the roads, you don't want something that's going to corrode or rust very easily. So you will, without question, want to stay away from the cheaper aluminized steel versions and definitely stay away from plain steel systems. The aluminized stuff is slightly better, to be honest it is, but it too will eventually rust out, just not nearly as fast as regular plain steel exhaust pipe will. Aluminized steel is just like regular steel, but it has been hot dipped to have an aluminum-like coating. This is just like plating, that, that, that coating can and will rub off over time, degrade over time, and eventually expose the bare steel underneath, giving away to rust. Now, be wary of the painted or powder-coated kits out there, too. They're not very common, certainly not as common as the others, but still. After a season on the trails, that paint will be long gone, and the rust will soon take its place. Stainless steel is the best way to go, as it will last the longest, but it will also typically be the most expensive option. But think about how much you're going to spend on cheaper replacement exhaust work over the lifespan of the Jeep compared to the stainless steel exhaust system. Especially if you lived in the rust, live in the rust belt. 
Exhaust systems are definitely one area where you get what you pay for. So stay away from no-name brands unless you're okay with being the guinea pig. Honestly, the bigger, more well-known brands have had the R&D, the reputation, and more sales to back up their claims and products. The no-name brands, they're going to do their best to copy what the other guys are doing without putting in the research. So who are the top players here? Well, when it comes to both performance and sound, everybody's top pick for the JK and JKUs are, well, pretty much MBRP and Gibson. RIP, RIPP, and Dynamax are quickly becoming a force in this field as well, offering systems that last, perform very well, and offer crazy rebate incentives all the time. Of course, the tried and true stand tall as well, and you can't go wrong with a long-tested brand. Magnaflow and Flowmaster have both been doing this longer than, well, than just about everybody else, and they've got the product lines and reputation to back it up. So let's boil this down a little bit further. If low RPM power is your pick, or you want to gain ground clearance, choose a single pipe system. For those who want it as loud as can be or who are looking for the deepest tone possible, look into dual pipe systems. Be warned though, some of these aftermarket exhaust systems will not work with some lift components or some bumpers. So it is extremely important to talk with the manufacturer to determine what is best for your particular setup. Don't just assume because it says it will fit on your gear and model of your Jeep that it will. It doesn't mean that it will work with the mods that you've already done to your Jeep or haven't done to your Jeep. For instance, some high clearance exhaust systems will not work with stock rear bumpers. And that's just one thing to consider. There are many more concerns as well depending on where you are in your build. Many companies will offer what they call Rock Crawler Series Mufflers, which are a lower profile muffler than stock ones and offer higher clearance underneath the Jeep once installed due to their smaller size. Some high clearance systems like the Pipes system spelled with a Y, or both Magnaflow and Flowmaster off-road systems have an included downpipe that dumps the exhaust forward of the rear axle. Not great for people inside the Jeep when it's doorless and in stop-and-go traffic, but offers unbeatable clearance under the Jeep and a great sound of performance. Dynamax has a quiet crawler series, which claims to be barely above stock in its tone and loudness for those who don't want a lot of volume. Now, despite the lack of loudness, you still get a performance upgrade, so don't let the name fool you. Whether you're going for the unmistakable sound that you get from a dual pipe system or the high performance and added protection gained from a high clearance system, either way, your Jeep will be better off than it was when it was stock. I know what you're thinking. No, you don't necessarily need a welder to install most of these systems nowadays. Yes, some do require that, but there are so many driveway install options out there that require just basic hand tools and an afternoon's worth of work to get your Jeep sounding and performing incredible. That's right, you can do this yourself. It is relatively easy. Trust me, I won't steer you wrong. Most people can install a cat-back or an axle-back Jeep exhaust system in their driveway in a single day with no specialty tools. But if you do need a shop to take care of the install for you, then it will typically run you about $150 to $250 bucks in labor depending on the system and the shop doing the work. Call around though and get quotes before driving to even a single shop. That way you can make sure that you're getting a good deal. And don't go with a shop that won't guarantee its work. Even a good exhaust shop can miss something and you'll want some protection down the road or down the trail should something go wrong. Now by now you're probably wondering just what sort of performance gains am I talking about here anyways. Well, the most realistic gains, and I'm, I underline realistic here, the most realistic gains from most cat-back or axle-back systems with no other engine modifications like intake, header, chips, programmers, etc., are between 1 and 10 horsepower. 
and single-digit torque gains with the added benefit of an increase in the MPGs of 1 to 3 if you're lucky. The manufacturer's claims will be substantially more than that, but remember, they're trying to sell a product. So don't expect a night and day difference with just a single modification. It's going to take several. Typically, you will get the most out of an exhaust system modification when the engine is breathing as best as it can from bumper to bumper. This is going to mean performing all of the aforementioned modifications, modifying the intake system to provide a higher volume of cold air to breathe in, adding a performance chip or a programmer to unlock more power and torque, an aftermarket throttle body to open up the Jeep's ability to take in more air, and installing a set of aftermarket headers, giving you the biggest bang for your buck in exhaust performance upgrades. Seriously though, if you want to see the biggest change in the performance of your Jeep's engine, look into a set of aftermarket headers. Switching from an exhaust manifold to a set of headers can give you, in most cases, double-digit increases in horsepower and torque depending on what else has been done to the engine. Timing, fuel, delivery, and exhaust. Now once you have the engine breathing in and out as best as it can, you can really gain the performance that it was intended out of your new cat-back or axle-back exhaust system. And you just may see the numbers closer to what the manufacturer is actually claiming. Well, Jeeper, I hope this sheds some light on what to look for when picking out an aftermarket cat-back or axle-back exhaust system for your own Jeep. One thing to remember, though, above everything else, your results may vary. Yeah, I, I for one, love a good exhaust system on a good, high-powered engine. Here, I absolutely here. love it. That's one of the things that we definitely on the Scrambler. You know, Scrambler, of course, it's got a, a really well-built motor. And well, you, you have to have the noise longer, behind it. You've got a little bit longer of a frame, so you've got a little bit more room for some pipe in there for some resonation as well. So, I mean, the same exhaust system, I mean, for all intents and purposes, the same header, the same pipe diameter, the same muffler on like a CJ uh, versus a, uh, you know, CJ5 versus like a CJ8, um, you're, you're going you're gonna to have a completely different tone just because there's an extra 30 inches of, of pipe in that, in that system. Yep, I agree. So whenever you build a, a fancy engine or drop a crate engine into something uh, and you know it's a high-performance, well-built uh, machine, that's only part of the equation because uh, getting the air into it and out of it uh, is a very important part of the overall performance. And, of course, that's what you've been talking about, Josh, is the, the getting the air out of it because it's just a big air pump. That's right. Yeah, that's all an engine is really is just a, is a big air pump. It sucks in, air in and it blows air out, almost like your air compressor, just slightly different. Or a vacuum cleaner. There you go. Ooh, jet engine in a Jeep. <laughs> yes. Turbine. <laughs> All right, Jeeper, anything to add? Maybe you have a question for Tech Talk. I love your guys' suggestions. So if you have a topic that you would like covered on Tech Talk, by all means, send an email to the show. Let me know what you're thinking about, what you would like covered, and we'll get it into the rotation. Head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and send us a message today. All right, people, let's bring this meeting to order. We've got a new member with us. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, uh, hi, everybody. I'm, I'm Sid, and I've been sober for 42 days. Hi, uh, Sid. Sid. Do, do you guys know about the Jeep Talk Show? Oh, come Ooh. on. Get down, Sid. Uh, go have a drink. The Jeep Talk Show. We don't specialize in that kind of recovery. You know, I didn't think about this. Jo- uh, not Josh. Uh, Chuck, does that trigger you at all? I mean, uh, I don't want to be un- uh, uncaring, unfeeling about uh, playing uh, the AA uh, meeting type things. <laughs> no, I'm not a quitter. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a say, quitter. I don't think, it, I don't think he's <laughs> yeah, a coin <exactly>. holder. <laughs> I'm not a quitter. I love it. 
Hey, uh, coming up this Thursday, episode 689, uh, Chris Heinrich of Jeep Tops. Heinrich? Did we all agree? Heinrich? Hendricks. Hendricks? Hendricks. So we didn't agree. Hendricks. Uh, Thursday, episode 689, Chris Hendricks of G Tops. Uh, just go over there to gtops.com to see what I'm talking about. But basically, you can see, enjoy the view with your top on. And no, that's not their saying. It's mine, damn it. I came up with that. If they want to use it, that's fine. We'll just need to talk fees. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Royalties here, people. Royalties. Yeah. See the world with your top on. No? That's not better? I definitely don't want to see Tony with his top off, so let's go with top on. Yes. <laughs> like All right. <laughs> hey, and there's one thing that you need to be on with, and it's, uh, it's the Jeep Talk Show newsletter. Get in on that action, and it's very easy to sign up for it. Uh, just as easy to unsubscribe as it is to subscribe. Uh, we're not going to spam you. You get one e- email a week from us, the Jeep Talk Show. You get our newsletter, which is chock full of great information about what's happening on the show who we're going to be talking to, who's going to be interviewed, what we have uh, coming up as far as the giveaways, and when it's your best opportunity to get in on those giveaways. You want to increase your chance of winning, you need to get subscribed to the newsletter, seriously. Uh, and also, it's going to be uh, it's going to have some information about how to join in on our Tuesday roundtable episodes, where we invite you, the, the, the listener, to actually join us, the hosts, as we record an episode. The roundtable episodes every Tuesday, the, uh, the Jeep Talk Show newsletter, over at jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. Head over there today and sign up. Well, that's all the Jeep Talk Show we got for now, Jeeper. Until our next show, be sure to sign up for the Jeep Talk Show newsletter. I was just talking about it. It's your best chance at winning one of our many giveaways. In fact, I think we got two going on right now. We did. And as always, thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast. Remember, Jeeper, you haven't licked the dashboard of your Jeep or peed on at least one of the tires. That Jeep really ain't yours. What is it? <laughs> I'll lick all the muffins. That way, uh, they're all mine. So, just remember that if you're ever at an event where there's muffins. No, Tony lick, licks just the muffin <laughs> top. Just the muffin. <laughs> no. I'm a top man, not a bottom man. That's... <laughs> and that's a whole nother segment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm guessing since 2010.